guys and gals and welcome back to the we love horror podcast the podcast where we talk about everything and anything horror i'm michael and today i am joined by two special guests today andrew and jake how are you guys great great that's good i'm andrew yeah good to see you guys again it's been a while since i saw you guys last (laughs) what have you guys been up to lately well um we got a film called the arrangement out um and looking i mean just got out a little while ago. It's out on demand, um, Comcast, Verizon, things like that, and also DVD through uh, Amazon. So we're right now just counting that, and it just played the Garden State Film Festival yes. about two weeks ago. So that was cool. It's been really exciting working with uh, working with this. Yeah, it's been great. That's really exciting, and I think it's really cool that you guys are like a father and son team too. Um, yeah. I think that's really awesome that you guys like worked on a movie together because my uh, my dad and I we've talked about working on film stuff together too but we haven't gotten the chance to get around to it yet but i think it's really cool that you guys have made a film together so um do you want to tell us a little bit about that like how the um the process of the i guess the idea how the the film came to be kind of thing so um in the year 2000 um you know i had four kids jake being one jessica would be my older daughter then melissa and nick and uh, they were all young, all under nine. And, and I, I always wanted to be an actor, Michael. Yeah. And I was 37, four kids, you know, the job, the corporate job. I'm not going to act, right? So I thought, well, I can write a screenplay because I love movies. So I thought about writing a screenplay. And my wife said, you know, what, what's funny, what happens when people who, what always intrigued her was what happens when people who sell their soul to the devil have to give it up? Because you always sell your soul. And what happens when you, it's not a good situation, right? Yeah. So, that was intriguing. So I, I wrote a script around that. But at the time, mentioning my kids, Jake was six and maybe seven when I when I finished it, the first draft. Um, you know, wasn't it, although he did make a film when you were about that age. I know that. <laughs> Actually, I did a, an homage to Halloween. Ooh, like, very I, nice. I was yeah, it's a whole thing, man. <laughs> but he was too young to get involved. So. But but so I, I shipped it off and it got it. I actually picked up for options by Joel Zwick, who's a director who did My Big Fat Greek Wedding. And his producing partner and it, and it kind of went away after a couple of years and i put it on the shelf and then when i started acting in 2013 i i, I picked up the script i was like you know the stuff i'm getting and i've been fortunate to work in i thought my script was pretty good just as good as that so i thought let's try it again so i got another option with a guy named steve bing in shangri-la in la and i thought i had it made every time you always think you got it made and then it just didn't happen and it wasn't bad it just didn't happen so by the time I got the option back, it was like 2014 ish, you know, 2015. I'm looking over, Jake's started to do films. I was acting. We, you know, and it was like, well, let's, and we, we also developed a nice little community of people, um, you know, in the area Danny Donnelly, Jennifer Kay, you know, Amy Teresa, and Brian, Brian Keenan, our DP. Our DP. Um, and we just thought, let's try and do it ourselves. And I was lucky that, you know, Jake, could do it i have a director you talk about father yeah. son i got a director right here i'm like you know i got some pressure i can put on him you know yeah. um, and i was really lucky because he's very good i mean it, it, um, it, it's he, no one else could have done it i don't think like that and and uh so that that's it i, mean, I appreciate that you know? yeah yeah for my for my side it was kind of just uh i remember when he wrote it i was a kid i wanted to read it but i was too young and it was you know obviously a pretty uh, a lot of adult content you know <laughs> yeah and, uh, I remember when he, he let me read it when I was like 13, I think. And I had already had like a, a pretty huge uh, passion for film at that point even. And I read it and I remember being like blown away that my father had written this. And I remember just thinking like, man, this is really a compelling story. And it kind of always stuck with me. I kind of grew up with this story. And then, you know, like I said, we, we both started doing our thing. And he, you know, let me in on the process of kind of trying to translate it more to screen or at least like redraft it a little bit oh yeah but oh, the yeah. spine of the story is always there you know the the, the the bones it was always a great story i just he helped me uh he let me come in there and yeah i didn't i mean clean jake, jake helped helped to re you know give a rewrite to it um it had to be updated 
Um, and the one thing I would say when, when you write, you know, you have to do at least one of three things. You got to either move the character or enhance the character, move the plot along or get a laugh. That's what I heard. Yeah. And everything in the script should do at least one of those things. And hopefully all three. Good. Yeah. Right. If you're lucky, you can. What, what I think we talk about the spine of the story, the spine of the story was always there. What wasn't there all the time was the good character development, right? Or the good dialogue, the good laughs. You know, that's yeah. what Jay came in. And besides what, like he said, updating technology was, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. I had beepers at the time, you yeah. know, because it was, I was, I was right in 2000. Ago, and no one, yeah. not many people had cell phones, but beepers were more common. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, things like that. Payphones. Payphones, Payphones was, payphone yeah. was another thing, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it was it was a, it was a refresh and an update. It made it a lot better, and uh, he's got a great ear for dialogue. Great writer, uh, dialogue uh, himself you. over here. So so it, it it really helped, and the character too. A lot of the actors we were working with, um, it, they they appreciate because we had really good actors. We, we, we had to have really yes. good characters. Yeah, for them. yeah, it's yeah. Well, it, it was a good thing. It, it, it's kismet. Is that what we, they call it? I guess. Yeah. Well, and I think it's I think it's really inspiring that you guys came together and kind of you know used both of your um what's the word both of your skills to kind of make this movie what it is now um because i think this is a very fabulous movie i i loved this movie when i watched it the first time um i still love it obviously i didn't mean (laughs) it sounds like i only loved it the first time i watched it but no i've seen it a few times now i actually watched it a few times for um I did this interview with you guys and I really like it. I really enjoy it. I think it's a very visually stunning looking film, like the opening shot where it shows just the city, like the, oh, it's so beautiful looking. Yeah. That's uh, you talk about that. That's you and Brian. Brian. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to try to establish the, uh, I, well, for one, my DP loves drone shots, man. My, my director, my cinematographer, um, and uh, so I, we, we, I definitely wanted, I made it a point to really try to get as much, a lot of your own shots, a lot of shots of Philly and the city and like just the skyline and all that. So I wanted to establish that setting because I feel like Philadelphia is kind of like rarely represented. Oh yeah. In films, you know, it's always like LA or New York or something. So I feel like it was kind of cool to, you know, add that in there. Okay. One of my favorite directors, Lou Matt, was known for like, like trying to have New York as a character in his films. Yeah. And, um, and I, I don't know if we, Philly was quite as much of a character as New York was in a lot of his films, but I think we gave it a good shot yeah. of trying to yeah. kind of, you know. It, it brought a lot of characters. It, it felt good to be yeah. in that city. And we worked we worked in Philly a lot. Lots. Also worked outside of Philly, um, where we live up here. We live about an hour outside of Philly. We, were, we did a, a scenes up here, and we did some scenes in my hometown. We Living in Bluebell. In Bluebell oh, yeah. at, at your old school, um, at a college you went to there. And, um, um, a couple other places, but Philly was 65%, 70%. And that was the vibe. That was the yeah. vibe. And it was really cool. It was, I, I love Philly. I think it's a great film town. And, and you see the actors in it, Michael. Yeah. Philly actors. For the except, most part, except like Eric Roberts Eric, and Deb Twist and uh, Brittany Amber. Brittany Amber. But aside from that, man, really, it's all Philly talent. And I'm telling you, Philly actors are just incredible, man. I mean, yeah. I, I really, like, I think it's crazy how underrated, like, uh, like the, the pool of actors in Philly is compared to like, you know, New York and LA nothing against yeah. New York and LA, but I mean, I'm just saying Philly, man, people got to like start reaching in there because there's some great Philly actors. Yeah. And, and seriously, and they're yeah. ready to work. They really are. We're yeah. lucky. Uh, and, but the t- talent outside, Eric, of course, is amazing. We'll talk yes. about Eric for days because yeah. he's amazing. Um, um, Brittany Amber was absolutely fantastic. Oh yeah. Uh, she was, she blew me away. She, really, she was, was great. Funny, yeah. funny, funny person. A funny actor, great comedic actor, and then Deb Twist, who's like just a total professional. professional oh my man. gosh, just uh, could do anything you ask. I mean, you know, <laughs> you were working her through that scene, just yeah, and anything great. you wanted, it was like boom, and she could just do it. And not, not many people actors can turn that around like that. Yeah, you know? no, she was, you know. yeah, yeah. I I love that. I think I think everybody in this film is fantastic. I think the acting is great. Um, I also wanted to point out that I love how there are some scenes that are like tense. And but you've got you've got a good combination of like tense scenes with comedy. Like there's some scenes that are like actually really comedically <laughs> balanced throughout this film that I think are really that I think are really great. Um, yeah, I just well, and what you guys were saying about you know finding actors that aren't just in LA and New York. I feel like like the in this day and age, I feel like there's so many um, other places that are being represented now. 
And I think yeah. Philly is a great place to put on the map as well. And I think this movie did that so well. Like, I think you guys did so well at showing the beauty of, you know, Philadelphia and actually showing, you know, that there's more out there than just these, <laughs> you know, these other films that just focus on LA and New York. As you said before, it's not a bad thing, but I think it's really great to get other representation in, you know, in other films other than just these two cities that I feel like always constantly get represented. So it's nice to see, you know, other places represented as well and other actors that are part of that place represented as well. I think that's really important. So. Uh, it, it's huge. And, and you talk about, you know, Philly, so the Garden State Film Festival, which is, is right across the border in Jersey, we were just there and our film screen, and we were so grateful. There was a lot of great films, man. And so you yeah. talk about different places. We were seeing films, I don't, I don't know, different, all around the country. Yeah, the, um, and, and the talent is there. Man. And like just the indie scene in general. I mean, I feel like there's, uh, there's just so many good independent films out there and filmmakers yeah. and people that just, uh, it's just, it's just cool to see them get spot, you know, like have a spotlight on them because, um, I don't know, there's always, there's so much, you know, like Hollywood dribble or like, you know, Fast and the Furious 10 or whatever. Like, I don't know, I'm, I don't know. everyone has like their things they love, you know, I love, you know, uh, like I, I have a soft spot for like, like Star Wars and stuff like that and some of those films, you know, but really I kind of want to see what real people are making, you know, so I think it's cool yeah. to, to see that. Yeah, like the big budget with a lot of animation, yeah, a lot of car like, chases. It's just, I couldn't do a car chase like that. Yeah, it's hard. It must be hard to do that stuff. Yeah, it's, it'd be kind of cool to try, but it, yeah. it's like a lot of money. But no, but but if you put, but you always talk about it. You like life is real. Film is real. You yeah. like the longer takes. You like the human. Energy. And I like that you uh you pointed out a lot of the comedic uh, <laughs> yeah. elements of the film. No, life is just not one thing though. I mean, I've had. I feel like I've laughed my hardest in some of the hardest times of my life. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think, you know, think nothing is one thing, you know? So I think it was kind of cool to have some of those comedic moments we had in this film because there's obviously a serious tone to the film given like oh, you yeah. know, everything else going on, but life's funny, man. And people are funny yeah. and people do weird things. And it's just, I, I think we did a good job of trying to walk that comedy tragedy line, you know? Oh, you did. You guys did a fantastic job. I think I think it's the perfect balance of, you know, as I said before, you get these scenes that are a lot darker in tone, but then you have like these, you know, little comedic moments sprinkled throughout that I think really push the story forward, but also, you know, give it a little bit of diversity. I think I think there's a there are, are a lot of layers with this film, especially with when you get into, you know, the core of the film as well like I talked to you guys before we started recording I love like the little twists and turns that this film takes as well um and I kind of wanted to discuss that with you guys as well because I wanted to discuss like ah, what like what gave you all these ideas to like you know push the story in that direction like what uh what inspired you to push it in the direction that you pushed it I'll start I mean so in terms of the story and I appreciate that because you know, it, it's kind of a cop story, right? It's several yeah. And and when, when I wrote it and started to write it, it was like it, the, the the idea behind it was what happens when people who sell their soul uh, to the devil give it up. Well, so you got to think who handles deaths, right? You know, it's not like your accountant's going to handle four or five deaths. You got to have a cop. So, so it was, and he deferred to that. You know, it, it, it maybe could have been more creative, but it was kind of the easy plug in there. So. You get this cop story going, but the idea is you, you want to tease the supernatural, but you want to misdirect. You always want to point them in another direction. Yep. And that's what we tried to do in terms of in terms of that. So you may think it's Jessica, you may think it's Nick, you may think it's Danny, you may think it's whoever, yeah. whoever it is. Um, and just but feed the audience the information, you know, trust them, but also don't um, you know point them over there and let them look over there while you do something over here. And, yeah. and and that was that was a lot of a lot of work in terms of you know I look at Jay because we were you know does this connect to this does this work oh, here yeah. why are we saying this here um, and and that uh, work I, I like to think that paid off because I really was grueling of like just just the continuity aspect between like even like any, anybody that was you know script advising us to and you and me just yeah. all of us being Jen Brian and, and yeah, Jennifer, it was yeah. always just like these you know does this make sense to what we're doing later like you know like we have to just make sure because. Because you know, have so many chances, you know, at, at a certain yeah. You're like, am I conveying everything I need to convey right now in relation to something later? And it was, uh, I think we did. 
I think we did. We worked hard. I mean, worked hard at it. And, 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 and that's cool that you, you see that because hopefully, the thing is, hopefully has a, it's a good run. It's a cool, cool story. It takes you along. Yeah. Uh, but that stuff helps to build the, the, the roller coaster, the tracks, mm-hmm. and make the tracks smoother. But, you know, and, and people see it when you look at it again, you'll see, like I had a friend of mine reach out and goes, I just, you know, he watched it for the third time, which I took as a huge compliment. And I thank you for doing it. Multiple of times. course. And he said, I see different things every time. And, and, and I was like, that's cool because I, you stress over that. You do. And, and every little second counts. And you really do think about it over and over again. Because and every, and I can't see any other filmmaker not doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, everything's always there for a reason, you know, for right. the most part. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. so it's cool when people pick up on things. They really, because like, you you thought about it so much. And like, you know, a lot of times people just watch stuff and they don't even notice a, a thing. And you're like, damn, I spent a lot of time on that. But, then but, when, but, but they enjoy, but, they enjoy, but they enjoy it. the experience, you know? Yeah. So that's and, and something to that too, it's like, you always try and get a twofer. For anything you do, you try to get something more. So, you know, if you're having a story about exposition, have them do something like Jake, Harry's glasses were broken. So you were putting them together, putting together the puzzle. There was a puzzle on the table. Yeah. It was like to try to show, because you're always going to have exposition, but you got to make it interesting. That, yeah. that scene, by the way, with, and it's a scene in the kitchen. So it's a few minutes midway through. I mean, Danny and Jen were excellent. Yeah, they're excellent. And there's a lot of exposition there. There's a lot of there's a lot of exposition, you know. but you gotta try and do it the best way you can. And I think possibly. we did a good job because um, it was it was it was a grueling scene. It was long. It was a lot of dialogue. Yeah, they killed know. it too. They, they did a great job. They really did. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's fabulous. I think uh, I think. Well, and I, I love the attention to detail as well. You guys, I can definitely tell watching this film. You guys definitely, as you were saying, you guys went through everything and made sure that. You know, does this make sense with this scene? Does this scene later on make sense with the scene, you know, prior and stuff like? And I, I, I feel um, I relate that to myself as well. Like, because as a as a writer, like I've written a couple of screenplays, not fully finished yet, but I do the same thing when I I do the same thing when I'm writing. I'm like, okay, I got to make sure that this scene is going to correlate with this one. And if I do something that like comes back to you know, circle around or something like that. I want to make sure that it makes sense. So it's like, I, I appreciate that you guys are also, you know, very detail oriented and it definitely shows with this film. It definitely shows that you guys definitely, you know, made sure that everything had a good, you know, solid, you know. Foundation. Exactly. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. I mean, I, I just, it, it felt real and, yeah, it, 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 I, we enjoyed it. I mean, I'll tell you, I, I, uh, the art editing process, that was, that was a lot of just, just tough. well, it was, it was Brian, 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 Brian Keenan, Keenan was my, he, he was also the, the cinematographer, but he edited the film too. But, uh, I was with him a lot of the time and it was mostly like him sending me the new cut and just a lot of notes, man, like just going through meticulously, like lot, lots and lots of notes. So I felt like I was co editing it, but I mean, it really, it was Brian Keenan, Brian Keenan edited, but. But, but it, it was it was a process though. I mean, I'll say <laughs> editing people uh, don't editors deserve a lot of credit, man, because it, it is a tough job. It's a tough yeah. job. It's a, you, you can rewrite the film in a lot of ways. Oh, you, you absolutely. Can change it a lot. Great, great thing. I, I was gonna say you got screenplays. Finish them. Are you yeah. gonna finish screenplays? No, and that that's scary, right? But but do it. I tell you, anybody do it, man, because it, it is it just just. I don't know. Jump into it and 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 do it. It'll never be as perfect. It'll never be perfect. There's yeah. things oh, we'll look at that film. I, yeah, oh. I fall into the same rabbit hole, though, man, where like you're afraid to kind of finish that first draft because I, I don't know what it is. Like, you're or like, you, you, there's something holding you back from finishing the first draft. But once you get that first draft done, nothing, everything from that point on is is good because it's just going to be like a constant improvement in progress of that first draft. You know what I'm saying? But there's, there's yeah. something really ominous about like getting there. Like, it's like, oh, I'm writing it. It's, I think I like it so far, but like, yeah, when you get that first draft done, it's, it's it's really liberating, you know? Yeah, and I think a lot of it is, um, and I'm sure you guys have experienced this too, I think a lot of it is just, you know, you have this fear of, okay, like, what if all this work that I put into it doesn't amount to anything if nobody likes it? You know what I mean? So it's like, it's it's scary to put, <laughs> scary to put something out that you're not sure if people are going to receive well. So it's like, uh, you know, it's a very daunting thing. And I'm sure that you guys can understand how that feels as well but it you know it's 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 a process and I think that you guys you know know fully like what it's like to go through that process and to you know to write a script for the first time and to you know make a film for the first time because 
it's just, yeah, it's a process, but I love the journey of it as well. It it, it is a journey. It's a beautiful journey. Um, I wouldn't do it any other. I I just, yeah, it's painful, you know? So you talk about people not, it can be very painful. It's, it's arduous. Arduous is probably better. Yes. Right. But you know, you can't, I, I can't say don't worry about what people like it, but I could say, make it something you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, if you like it, then you know one person likes it. Yeah. That's good. You don't, and if you try to write for someone else, you're trying yeah. to, I don't know if it, 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 it gets away from truth. And I'm just telling you, I've done it. And you feel like, and then when I act too, you just try and be truthful to what you think it is. Yeah. Um, and, and let the chips fall where and, they may. People, and, people you know, respond and appreciate well to truth on yes, screen, even yes. if it's not their truth, even if it's not, even if it makes them uncomfortable, even if it's something they're unfamiliar with, if they, they can sense authenticity, yeah. you know, and yeah. I feel like well, people like that, man. So like, if it's what you thought that you felt or what you wanted it to be, and I think people, you know, I've seen films where like they didn't, even if a film was kind of like mildly well-received or like there was like mixed reviews, I could tell that it was like the vision of the person who made it. Yeah. And it yeah. made me appreciate more because I saw those elements of truth in there and I saw that like authenticity. And I was like, I get what, I get what they were doing. Yeah. You know, even if not everybody else did, you know what I mean? So. And that's cool. But not that, not the like the criticism of your film doesn't hurt. Oh, so yeah. please, everybody online say nice things about it, right? <laughs> I don't want to okay, it'll hurt me. Still stings a little. It's bit it's, it's, well, no, it stings. Sure, it does. And, and a lot of times, you, you find yourself going, "What what did I do different?" And, and you really do take them to heart. You take the good ones yeah. and the bad. And and uh, you go, "Did I do something different?" And sometimes you just go, "I I did what I thought we should do." Uh, so yeah. I don't know. I I can't help you, man. If you you know that's what you know whatever reason is, I God bless you and, and your opinion. But I, I don't think I change a thing. Sometimes yeah. you know. Sometimes you see something you're like maybe I didn't. But you gotta look. You ask yourself the questions. But at the end of the day, it's, it's your film. It's your script. You know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Like you know, looking back on past work of mine, whether it's film, whether it's anything I've written, whether it's anything I've done in general, like my biggest critiques of it are things that I wish I had done differently for me, not because someone else wanted them done. You know yeah, I mean? like, that's yeah, true. Like, like post it or something. Like, it's things that I look at, and I'm like, oh man, like, I kind of wish I had done that because I just think it would look better. And, I would have liked it more. It's yeah. not like, oh, I think people would have received it better if I had done this differently. So, yeah. Stay true to your heart, man. Stay really? That's, heart. And it sounds straight and cliche, but it's, me, it's so true, man. It really is. It, it is true. It's just the truth, man. It is what it is. And he's learned it younger than I did. He, it's like, okay. it took a bit still, man. You know, yeah, even, you know, I used to. I still struggle with that. I, I, I used to, too. Even like the short films, I was always like, oh, man, like I was, you know, you get nervous about it. Like, you know, I hope people receive it well. I've gotten to the point, I think, more now where I'm like, if they don't get it, it's on them. You know, I yeah, put out what exactly. I Exactly. Do your job well and, and make sure you present it well. Do a good job. I remember yeah. uh, this is, yeah. something made me laugh one time. I was watching an interview with David Lynch and, uh, <laughs> The interview, the, the person interviewing him uh, asked him a question about something in his film. And you know David Lynch, he's kind of like, he makes a lot of weird films. <coughs> I love him, but he's, you know, he's a weird guy. And yeah. asked him about a scene, and they're like, do you, do you care to elaborate on that? Could you elaborate? And he was just like, no. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Like, I, just, I actually like, have seen that before. Yeah, I have seen that. Where he's like, I'm not going to elaborate on that. Well, I don't care. Like, you know, like, I just... The scene is the scene. That's yeah, it's it take it for And, and what you take it from it is yeah that's kind of cool that's funny i never heard no well well, and it's interesting that you brought up david lynch um because i kind of i wanted to get into um kind of like the inspiration behind this film as well but i i kind of saw like the the film kind of has like a david lynch type of vibe to it yeah i think there's definitely i i appreciate that yeah, had like there were when I was watching, I was like, "There's elements that I was like, yeah, like this feels like a, you know, kind of like the vibe and the look of it in some scenes." I was kind of like, "Okay, yeah, I can kind of see like some David Lynch inspiration in here." I guess I just want to ask you guys, like, where where did you get your inspiration to to do this story? Like, what what other filmmakers and stuff did you, you know? Because I feel like when you're when you're writing a script or or or, or making a new film, you kind of you know take inspiration from films that you saw when you were a kid or or things that you you know you know for example for me it's John Carpenter you know Wes Craven like all these horror films that I saw when I was a kid so it's like when I make films now or like when I've written scripts and stuff I kind of you know think about that when I go into making it so I I guess I was just curious to see like what kind of inspirations you guys 
took to to make this film uh i mean i constantly am looking at other filmmakers and work and films and you know mimicking or <laughs> stealing <laughs> that's what tarantino once said you know great artist steal they'll do homages so um yep. i i so I, i'm always like trying to kind of mold my own style if you will even though i feel like i have i feel like it's hard to describe a style for me because i feel like it changes for whatever you write because your writing style could be different than how you direct you know what i'm saying like I might, if it's like a short film that's very personal to me that I write and direct, it might be different than like a, a screenplay I, you know, collaborate on with somebody or if I'm directing somebody else's work, like it's, everything's different with that. But in terms of the arrangement, um, there's a lot of people I looked at. I mean, David Fincher, I think, I think even in the writing process, you know, my father early on was probably inspired a bit by Fincher, you know, like yeah. seven and kind of, yeah. you know, a lot of those like mid nineties, good, like crime, supernatural uh, thrillers. Yeah. Uh, I, I got like, you know, I was always inspired a little bit by uh, the usual suspects mm -hmm. in terms of this film. Just, yep. you know, I looked at it, but um, Fincher for the look, the, the general aesthetic, I kind of looked at David Fincher. There were elements though of like that kind of bizarro land, kind of uh yeah, fairy tale in plain sight kind of feel with David Lynch though you were talking. You know how there's like that you know what I mean? Like the color yeah. stuff scenes where I, I did kind of like hard, like I channeled uh Lynch his his look a little bit. But um I'd say Fincher was probably for this film the guy that I looked to the most. See, and that was actually also what I was gonna say. Um I meant to say David uh David Fin <laughs> David Fincher is who I meant to say. Um, David no, Lynch, David Fincher. The, the Lynch thing's interesting you say that because th there's a weirdness to some things. Yeah. Like, he, he, he's, he's absurd. Yeah. Lynch is absurd. And that's <laughs> yeah. a beautiful battle. And there, were, and there was some absurd moments there. But no, but Fincher is definitely the guy, like the aesthetic for sure, the cold kind of gritty yeah. look with the yeah. kind of uh, grading like that that we had Brian do. Like that was definitely... And I talked to him about that. You know, I, I fight club seven, like that kind of look. Aesthetic. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like directors that I just look at, like that have shaped me, I mean, John Carpenter as a kid, just cause I had such a, I was such a big horror fan and also just his other stuff he did. Like, you know, uh, um, Assault John on Precinct 13. 13 no, yeah. New York. Like he, New York, even yeah. like not his purely horror stuff, but Halloween, obviously. The thing. The, the thing. Yeah. But I also love a lot of like art house guys. I mean, like Paul Thomas Anderson might be my favorite pure director because I just think his films are so like poetic and just the way that he shoots films and like uh, just 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 the, the stories he tells because a lot of times it's just so uh, they're just like there's just like, a bleakness to them that yeah. I kind of always like just they they resonate with me. I'm like, man, life is kind of just like that, and like. So, I, yeah. I, but for this film, definitely Fincher. I'm kind of rambling. Yeah. Like, but Paul Thomas Anderson, no, no. Carpenter, like those guys are, are some of the ones that I think really I look at. Yeah, and and yeah, no Fincher. And I agree with Jake. Uh, um, the, in terms of writing, Seven was a, was a huge influence. I mean, and I love Seven, but it wasn't you know, uh, um, it wasn't a rewrite because you're not going to match that. But but the vibe, and, yeah. and the kind of uh, but also uh, Rosemary's Baby. It's an old film with Casab mm -hmm. with Leah Farrow and um, oh my gosh, who, who directed it? Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. And then um, um, eight, there's a movie in the mid '80s called Angel Heart, which M Mickey Rourke and um, De Niro is in it, and I forget the director too. But but uh, oh, yeah. and, and just elements of that the elements of the um, the storyline were there. And then Jake mentioned uh, un, uh, Usual Suspects. A little it's bit kind of, of that kind of twists and things Just like twists. And yeah, so you had that kind of, you know. it kind of feel. Yeah, but, but it's, definitely, it's definitely a darker piece. Um, Mid-90s, you mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it kind of feel of a lot of films. And I like, like and I think the 90s to me was, uh, it's hard to say, but I, I think I kind of, to me, I feel like the 90s was kind of like the second golden age of film. Yeah. They say mm -hmm. it's like the 70s, it's like the golden age. And like, to me, the 90s, I don't know, like, there's a lot of good horror I mean, the 80s really kind of brought about more horror, but like to me, the 90s, man, you just look at some of the films that came out. Like Tarantino, you know, Tarantino PTA was really Kevin Smith, you know, Grace us with his presence. Gosh, yeah, uh, you know, Disney started taking it to a new level with like The Lion King and, you know, like Shawshank and just, yeah, I mean, Scream. Like, I, I just feel like the 90s, there's a lot of good films in the 90s. That yeah. Kind of, and and, 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 and even, yeah. even the last couple of years, this past decade, I think, was another, like, you know, resurgence for film oh yeah in my oh for sure 
So I think I feel like it's every twenty years you get that. You know, <laughs> if, you're, if you're lucky, right? You skip a decade and like it's like you know seventies, nineties, two thousand tens, like. And and and, and uh, just talking about twenty years, we wrote it. In, I wrote it originally in two thousand. We we ended up doing it in twenty twenty or finished releasing it. So I'm hoping to not not another twenty years between my next one. Oh, Hopefully, no, Christ. <laughs> before you know i know jake will but i'm like myself uh, i may not be uh may not be around uh, yeah well and i um and i also love like i'm really fascinated anytime i watch a film i always watch the behind the scenes stuff so i'm just fascinated to like know what the process of the making the arrangement was like what were like what kind of schedule did you guys have like what did you guys do to prepare for it like all that kind of stuff I'm, I'm really fascinated to just know <laughs> like how you guys you know went about you know the, making this film in general the, the making of the sausage I mean it really you know see how behind, it, it, and the beautiful thing but so talk about scheduling it, it was uh, a 14-day shoot originally and, and Jen Kay Jennifer Kay one of the producers I played Jessica leads um she um she did help me a lot with pre-production. I did a lot of work with her in pre-production and Jake, uh, in terms of just getting things together. Once we got to the day sh- shooting, it, Jake and Brian really you hand. I mean, everything was on set was you guys just the, between the actors. And, but you, and, you I mean, know. you know, he produced the hell out of it, man. He was no, I don't. He wasn't acting. He was moving around doing something for me. I, 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 I was I, I was trying to facilitate everything on set, but really, the creative stuff was all there. Um, Leading up to it, Jen helped a lot uh, on the post-production. Uh, Melissa, my daughter, she did a lot of work. Nick, my son, did a lot of work, obviously, Jake. Because um, we kind of kept that really, really close because yeah. we, we were working. It was such a repetitive thing. But the production itself, 14 days, uh, we ended up doing three more days. Um, rain had a, had an issue. We got lucky with a lot of stuff because we did it between January and March. So, you know, it snows. You're oh, in Utah, yeah. right? So you Yeah. Snow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, we got lucky how, how the snow didn't come really. It came uh, strategically for us and, yeah. and played well with uh, some things. We had to just reshoot some scenes because we did have a different look. Yeah, and we had to match that up. And we had to match it up. Uh, that, that's the one of the scenes uh, with, with uh, Amy Teresa. and um, She plays Melissa. She plays Melissa. And, and oh, okay, yeah. plays uh, Jefferson and, and Dax Richardson who plays Nick. Uh, we ended up shooting a couple of them because of the weather. Yeah. But generally, we got lucky. We ended up do, uh, doing three more days, though, um, just because... One of them was just pickups for the most part at the end. True, true. And others were like, like more location things, and others were just we couldn't get to certain things. So, uh, But I think we had it planned out pretty well. I think I think we did a... I think especially considering, I think, how much we initially put in each day or how much we planned to. Yeah. It was, it's indie, you know? So <laughs> we, we, we stacked those days, man, with how much we wanted to do. So I think it was reasonable that we went over, you know. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I Honestly, I, I thought it was okay. I mean, it, it, I, I think we did all right. We got out of it. The thing is, here is the thing about it. Everybody on that crew and the cast, we had a small crew, you know, um, Dave Kapler and Brian and Gina Shaw and James McGonigal and, and Wes and, and uh, um, Kira. Kira. Kira was excellent and airing. Um, a lot of people helped out, but it's a very small crew. We didn't have that many people every day. So everybody really pitched in. They were all were they all were behind it and, and yeah. seemed to like invest themselves in it, which yeah. was wonderful because it is a family. You care. Everybody cared. I mean and and uh I really appreciate that. I mean for the rest every every everything on that screen, a lot of people made a lot of decisions that you will never know and doing their job well, making sure they did their job well. And, and, and that's a good film crew. I don't think film crews, I don't think anybody works harder than a film crew. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, I agree. I mean, they, they work so hard and, and the actors are wonderful too. Believe me, uh, believe me in the indie world, it all switches over the actors and the film crew, we, we, you know, we're all doing different yeah. jobs. Um, but yeah, it, it, the production got done because of the crew. Really, I think. I mean, I think Absolutely. It, it, it really helped drive it through. For no, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, and uh, and uh, but behind the scenes, the actors. I mean, there was one scene, and, and uh, Michael, you'll know. It's it's the scene where um, I guess Harry chases people. You can just figure that out. But oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Right. So so that we started at like you know four o'clock. We end up being like three in the morning. Wind whipping. 
oh. you know, all this practical special effects going on and everybody came together. And I, I, I got to tell you, I, I think it was like, oh God, it was, it was, we didn't get done until three or so. Yeah, I it, was like, cold, it was cold. Cold. And everybody's there working hard and 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 they got it done because they knew they wanted to get it done and, and we what, all wanted to get it that's done. one of those things get where, done right yeah it was like a double-edged sword or a, like a it was weird because the wind was such a pain in the ass because of like obviously the boom mics and the sound I yeah that it also gave such a good look to the scene you know, you know what i'm talking about so with, with the wind with the hair you know it really did like add something to the film so i love that part but like thinking about how cold it was and how much you know we had to it was in the trenches, man. Like, but I, I think like, I'm glad it looked the way it did based on it. But we yeah. got lucky. But everybody, everybody hung yeah. in there, and no one, no one, no one was yeah. looking at their watch. Going, I mean, some people had, to, you know, it, it's just no one's going. They committed themselves to 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 something you're doing as a kind of a shared love, and and it's it's the film that we were, you know, it, it, it's not their film. You know, yeah. I mean, it wasn't you know, it's one thing. It's it is their film, but it's not, you know, they gave so much of that and of themselves. And that just shows true artists, true passion, true film lovers. And so we were lucky. Yeah, and, um, and again, I mean, I, I like Kevin Smith once talked about this, how like, you should never like dismiss anybody's ideas on set. Because yeah. Um, yeah. everybody on set is an artist in one way or another. If you're working on a film set, you have something to offer. So always listen. You don't have to take everyone's advice. You don't have to completely like skew your vision to accommodate someone else's idea but you should always hear somebody out because there was a couple times on set where somebody had you know i was not sure about something maybe or maybe like you know i was maybe thinking about going this way but somebody mentioned something to me and i thought about it and like or like even if it's something small like you know yeah. it can be an addition man like you always want to hear people out man there's a, there's a that's, you got a bunch of different artists around you or you know individual perspectives that see things differently so you always want to hear people out man yeah and i think that's something directors should always do again you know, you don't want to get all Kubrickian. You know, everyone's like, you know, my vision or nothing. Like, you know, and, and right. I guess expect it. And there's certain things that I would never compromise. You know, but when it comes to like, you know, just the nitty gritty on set, man. You know, you just just hear people out. You know, yeah, yeah. They're all filmmakers. Everybody's a filmmaker on the Always set. want to hear people out. And, and yeah, and, and we were we were we were lucky. Uh, other things like uh, we like I said, we shot in West Philly. Uh, finding locations is tough. If, it, you know, it's hard to get. The right it's hard to get locations yeah. you have a tough budget so you try and get as much as you can for in, in our world for free yeah yeah so jennifer jennifer's house we used my daughter melissa's place we used my wife's work for the yeah. uh for the studio scene uh the new studio i got a, an old professor of mine at monco let me use the tv production studio there oh that's the, cool which was yeah, yeah it was huge huge tommy singer who's a he, he, did, he played the guard uh, in the jail scene. He got the help just get the jail. You oh, know? that's cool. Yeah, and you can't beat that. And they were so cool. And uh, and then other scenes, you got to you know you got to kind of other locations. You know, you certainly have budget for that. But indie films, it's better if you can get them free. He always try to he try to. But um, but I have friends. My my brother in law and sister in law loaned us a place. So we there's so many locations you have to get. But 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 the places in Philly. Um, you know, it's not just also that, it's also getting done what you got to get done when, you, when you're when you there. Like yeah. having Eric over, we were in the Community Education Center, 35th in uh, Lancaster, Philly, right near Penn and Drexel. And and Eric is there 15 or 16 pages of, of stuff we had to shoot with him mm -hmm. pretty much in two days. That's a lot to Holy me. Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> you know, six or, you know, you do six a day. I was on House of Cards, they did six. Okay, that was, that's, that's a lot. They have a, 300 people you know they have a lot, a lot of people great work of course but but so yeah if you can do eight pages nine pages that's a lot and and we were doing that with eric and and the the, the locations itself you know they worked with us even though we did rent that but we had to go long we had to get different rooms we had to use them again we had to ask certain things you, like, you know, you're oh, constantly you're, you're asking, AC, oh the ac is like really loud right now yeah. can we like you know like just anything like like and that's that's another thing man like there's always something that you have to like, normal things that you don't think about in your normal life ever mm -hmm. come to be a problem or yeah. something you notice on set, like the AC or somebody's car or somebody like anything. You're like, oh man, that noise, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you hear it. Um, it yeah. But no, but yeah, the, uh, they were really cool with the CEC about, you know, yeah. And, we, and the church we got was, oh, was oh, also yeah. in West Philly. Shout and out to Lonzo. Yeah, yeah, Lonzo Mitchell. Yeah, he, he he was he was like he helped us out because we came back after we rent we ran a couple of days. 
we had to get a shot outside to Lorenzo. I think it was Lorenzo. Lorenzo, Lorenzo Mitchell, yeah. yeah Lorenzo. And and he was a maintenance guy there. I called him up and he and he came in and allowed us to open the door. Just did a shot there. It was it was really cool. It was wonderful. that's cool. And, so. and also Bev, Bev Gunn helped us get that. Yeah. Beverly Gunn is a wonderful actress. She played the queen, but she also helped us secure those locations in that area. And, and it really helped make the film. But but you see that like Lorenzo Lorenzo came out and you know just helped us out. You know, can you come, it literally come down and, and, and people, you need people. It takes a village to make a film. Man. Mm-hmm. It, it's us. I, I don't know how it is on the big budget stuff and you see them and, and it's still, you, you need, you need a lot of people to do things. And if you don't have a lot of people or a lot of friends or a lot of favors, you end up doing a lot yourself. Yep. And um, it's just the way, and everybody kind of knows that as well. You know, yeah. kind of you pitch in and help out wherever you can. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, um, yeah, and that, I mean, that's how uh, I've always kind of been, too, because when I would make films, like, back in high school or even college, like, there were times when I would direct it myself, I would film it myself, I would edit it myself. The only thing I, about the only thing I didn't do was act in it myself, but, it, you know, I understand, like, the process of, you know, having to do things on your own, but it's also nice to have people, you know, around you that have a common goal and that goal is to get this film made and make it the best that you can make it. And it seems like you guys really, really did a great job coming together and, and getting this film made because it really shows the dedication and the work that you guys put into it. And, and uh, Jake, I had a question for you as far as, um, you know, just being in, in the position of a director, uh, what do you do like to, you know, mentally like to prepare yourself to to get into that frame of mind when you go to set every day and and, you know direct the actors because for me like I I would love to be a director at some point one day but like it's to think about it is kind of a scary daunting (laughs) daunting thing because I'm like oh my gosh like it's on my shoulders to make sure that the you know everybody on set is get understanding like what I'm you know, wanting to achieve here and like the actors as well, you know, the actors obviously go off of, you know, their instincts and stuff like that, but they have to have some sort of direction of where to go. So it's like, I I don't know, was it ever, was it ever intimidating for you? Like coming on to, you know, set every day and, you know, just to having to direct everybody. Um, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, it was my first feature. Uh, a lot of times I had done you know, short films that were more, uh, you know, they, they were, it was smaller scale, smaller, like less locations, less actors, you know, you typically, you know, something I wrote, like, like a, a shorter script that I wrote, you know, usually. So it's a little bit more like, uh, it was just, you know, it, it was just less to, you know, it was, it was easier to work with because it was less to do in that sense. But the feature um, going on set every day was, it was daunting at times, but at the same time, like for my mind, I just wanted to make sure I knew the script as, as well as I could. That way I could just kind of like, just wherever we were, I knew I could, you know, be vigilant and be on top of it. I, with the actors, I just tried to be patient. I, yeah. I, I was very laid back in that sense. I didn't want to, actors are very, you know, putting themselves in vulnerable positions. And I was lucky with the actors I had on set where I talked to them a lot beforehand. Cause like we didn't have a chance to have rehearsals which yeah. is probably a, I, I, most big budget films or, you know, most films with some, like some serious money. I imagine from what I read and have, have found out, they usually have a lot of rehearsals and they have time to really like, you know, get down the motions with this. I put a lot on the actors, but uh, it was mostly slight adjustments um, in terms of just, you know, cause I think for the most part, these guys, Jen, Danny, Amy, they knew the character because they were so heavily involved with me during pre-production and like we talk and, you know, I, you know, with, with Danny Donnelly, who played Harry Frick, I talked to him about kind of like basically throughout the film, you're basically as a transformation from a man to an animal. That's kind of yeah. what I want you to channel that notion of like, of that transformation. I talked to him about his appearance. Like, look, I kind of wanted him to look like Theodore Twombly from her <laughs> character. And the same kind of, like I channel that kind of a guy, that kind of, uh, you know, because Danny, Danny Donnelly's actually like a, he's not like super tall, but he's, he's a broad guy. He's a strong man. Yeah. But he, he's small. He, you know, his posture, he kind of, and he was able to like kind of uh, pull a chameleon effect. Yeah. With Jen, you know, Jen even says she plays uh, Jennifer. She, she found a lot of similarities between herself and Jessica Alvarez. So she, I found the best way for her to, to step into that character is to really channel a lot of who she was. 
Whereas yeah. Harry Frick is nothing like Danny Donnelly, whereas Jessica Alvarez is more like Jennifer Kay in a good way, you know, and, and Jennifer Kay, I, you know, identified that herself. So I think you kind of want to find the strength in the actor and also a way to connect them to their character. Cause again, you could have somebody who's more playing a similar character to who they are as a person. You could have somebody playing somebody who's nothing like them. Yeah. And um, another thing I, I found was just trying to stay calm. Um, Cause there was times where I, you know, you feel like there's a fire going on around you, you know, maybe you're running against the clock. Maybe you're, you're getting nervous yourself, but I always tried to remain calm. Always just answer questions. Just, just no matter what, just, just answer a question. Cause you don't want to spend too long thinking about some, obviously you don't want to rush an answer to a question about something that's pretty complex that is super, you know, important, but in the moment, just, just, just give somebody an answer. You know, you want to be direct. Yeah. But yeah, it was a weird experience and it was, it was awesome. And it was, it was different, but it, yeah, to answer your question though, again, like it, I, I definitely felt I was a little nervous at first going on set. Cause you know, you just, you're around all these people that are, you know, really good at what they do in different areas. And, you know, you're the guy who's kind of on top of the, the totem pole here, kind of trying to, this thing together and uh i i think with that also you, you just you have to trust people you know like i, I trust my dp brian keen i know the man and I, I he's a friend of mine and i i know his work and i so i trusted him with how much we talked before a lot of it again is pre-planning yeah. brian and i went through every shot every single shot in the film you know i had notes for like certain things i wanted for each scene like i and I, I gave you a lot of information all over the place there, but I, in short, I'd say pre, like pre-planning is, is really the most important thing. You, it sounds like preparation and respect. Preparation, respect, patience, yeah. I think, you know. A lot um, of faith but, in but, your but, actors and your crew as well. Yeah, <clears throat> in, terms of, in terms of that, like the people, you mentioned Brian Keenan, but <clears throat> Dave Kapler, who's a great filmmaker in the area, Dave's done a lot of films and, and you know, like, like Jake says, you trust them to do their job. They know what they're supposed to do. Yeah. It's like, you, you don't want to spend too much time as a director beating on the sound guy or beating on somebody like, I mean, like, obviously, you know, I want to make sure everything's going smooth, but Dave would yeah. tell me the issue with sound. I'm yeah. not, I don't have to sit there and go like knock on Dave's shoulder, like asking every time. Is it good? Said, is it good? He'll good. tell me. I had the headphones, you know, like Dave would tell me what's up or, you know, like Brian would tell me. And I also had like, you know, my, uh, my monitor there. So I, I was seeing what he was seeing. Like, you got to trust people, um, trust your actors. I, I feel like also, like I, like I said, if you talk to them beforehand, I mean, it's better if you have rehearsals, but if you're, if you talk to them beforehand, trust them, answer their questions, like trying to leave them, trying to leave them astray. If you know, like you, you want to yeah. make sure like they come from before they go in. But I also, I mean, like when I was with them, like I, I again, these were actors I trusted. And I talked to you before, so I really liked, I, it was kind of cool to just let them kind of go and see they're, where they went. Too, a yeah. lot of times, like Danny and, and Amy, like those guys, they're actually, Danny and Amy um, played Harry and Melissa, and mm -hmm. they're actually their partners in real life. Oh, that's cool. And yeah. so uh, with that, like, I'm not going to, I don't want to get in there too much and tell them how to, how, yeah. yeah, they're having to see where they're embracing each other. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's one of those things where these guys know what they're doing. They know each other. They know the characters we've talked before. I want to see them figure it out. And they did. And their scenes were beautiful and they were great. And, and, yeah. and other actors, I mean, like, so Mike McFadden played Skagliano. We mentioned Brittany Amber coming in. Melissa O'Donnell's a friend, a great actor. She comes in. Michael Johnson played um, Jake Harris and Melissa played um, Kathy. You know, you got Brian Wilson, who's, who's, he was the Senator Howard. The Senator, he's, Howard. Yeah. He's been around. He's, he's amazing. He's a very good actor. Um, you know, oh, he then, was a very good actor because I was like, this guy's kind of a. <laughs> there's yeah. some I was like, this guy's kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and, and if you know Brian, he's nowhere near yeah, like that man. I mean, sweetest it, man alive, bro. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> totally, like <laughs> played against character Allison Kessler. She played against character. She played Jefferson. Yes. You know, Dax is a uh, or Dax uh, Nick Devlin's uh, um, assistant or, or um, protege or whatever. But yeah. uh, she's amazing. I mean, everybody's there. Dax, everybody. I, I can talk about. Everybody in that's that movie and their work, and it, it's just it's just so good. It's yeah, so good. And, um, and and a lot of it, like I said, you know, you set the character up right. You talk to them. You know, you have an understanding, but you also understand their talent, and they know they're going to bring what they bring. Exactly. I, I feel like you don't want to micromanage too much. Man, sure. Because I feel like sometimes, like you directors will treat actors like props. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like you know, like that we said, like certain directors did that, like Kubrick kind of. You know, like. Like, and again, and Santa Kubrick is 
fuck, he's maestro. He's the master. You know, I love him. But I mean, everybody's different. And I yeah. respect the vulnerability that actors are, are putting on camera and in front of a group of people. So I try to, you know, respect that and, 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 and kind of cultivate that. And um, mm-hmm. I want them to keep going, you know, keep yeah. opening up. So I feel like if I, I, you want to, I mean, obviously you'll tell them if you want something a little different, maybe. You know, maybe well, a little bit Eric, more. Uh, Eric Roberts. Now, with the exception, uh, Eric Roberts was one of the guys who I, I, I really, like, I was pretty, I was very hands off in the sense that he's Eric Roberts. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the guy, he's a machine, and he picked it up immediately, and he was just going a mile a minute. And you know, yeah, I, I, I'll say though, I, I watch a lot of his raw footage, and every take, he's like, "Is that good, Jake?" What, what, yeah, no, and he was always, he's always like, "What, what anything?" He's asking for. it. You know, he was, yeah. you know, and so there's an actor for you. You know, he, he he's doing his job or she's doing her job, but then she's looking for her yeah. to make sure you get what you want to see. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So he was, he was there to serve in that sense, but he, at the same time, it, it was just, it was Eric Roberts. <laughs> it's Eric just, Roberts. He was just starting <laughs> up scenery. So I was kind of like, just, just keep going. Yeah. Just, just get as much as we can of yeah. Eric doing it. You know? And again, with him, it was really just like slight adjustments, like maybe like, uh, you know, yeah at the end uh you know like just maybe said like the last line a little darker like maybe like but aside from that like i was loving what i was seeing and it was eric and we had a lot to do and i'm like man like, just keep rolling like eric's killing it and yeah yeah we shoot a lot of footage of him. It's and funny. the man didn't take breaks i mean i think he might no. have like no. so he used it to a bathroom break like once or twice yeah <laughs> and his stories were great he, he, he's an easy guy a lot of people were there that day more than most days we were you know a lot a lot less people and he was so gracious with everybody yeah um, you know, pictures and talking to people and i have people who came on set like friends of ours who came on set who had more of a conversation with him than i did you know yeah. because because he was so open and not that i didn't want to but we we're all running around but he was so approachable yeah, and they, yeah. They, they were having such great conversations with somebody short like cool conversations about different things yeah he offers a lot he, i recommend i recommend anybody actor in this film anybody in this film hire him if you're doing a film yes you know, anybody wanna, in this film they were all amazing and they um, really were and in terms of yeah. like just like like directing actors too like like the only times i felt that i had to be a lot more hands-on and this is not a negative thing against anybody it was it was people with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was typically with actors that were only on there for the day but they mm-hmm. had a significant part, but I didn't have as much of a chance to connect with them before yeah, yeah. in pre-production. So like Danny and Jen and Amy, like those guys kind of, they were familiar with the characters. They had been on set a lot. They had been known about these characters. They kind of developed things with me and they developed like their own kind of mindset to get into character. But like, you know, um, Brian Anthony Wilson, who played the Senator, like he was, yeah. he was working constantly, you know, and he was walking on set. So I really wanted to make sure he was comfortable with his role. So I was, very hands-on with him and this guy Grant Bemke, who again it was like that was their only day he they played, were there. Yeah, he played. He played the. He uh, played the, uh, the talk show. Host. The talk show host. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those guys were there for that day only. I didn't have as much of a chance as I would have wanted to to connect with them beforehand. I mean, I had told them about their looks a little bit, you know, like the appearance, the, you know. So when they were on set, I was really like adamant about being right next to them in between every take to really kind of make sure like they were. Which, which was appropriate because they appreciated it. I know that. Well, yeah. And, 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 yeah. You know, but I mean, with Danny and like, like I said, with Danny and Jay, like those guys developed such a chemistry just between yeah. like, you know, like, so right. it was kind of like just letting them work it out and then guiding them when they no, needed. Knowing not to do anything. You know? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. hands off is better sometimes. You get, know? The, get the shot. Yeah. You're all getting the, getting the good yeah. stuff, getting the good takes, whatever it, it takes to get the good takes. Yeah. Um, and you adjust constantly. You have to adjust and read the situation. Absolutely. You know, um, making a film is, is glorious. I, I, I recommend it to everybody. It, it's arduous. It's tough. But it, it's really glorious. And, and, and no matter what, you know, and anybody who just make make films, man. Go out and make them, write them, do them. You know, don't, you know, we're, we're actually, we're doing a short next, most likely. In fact, I think we are, right, this a couple of months. We're going to yeah. probably go. And, and it's really going to be, just a chance to get back on set to rejuvenate, create something cool. Yeah. And roll into next year. I might future. act a little bit. You might act a little bit. Know. Yeah. Which I had, a, uh, I had a, I had a cameo in the arrangement. I was, I was one of the prisoners. Yeah. 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 I noticed that. I noticed that. I didn't notice it the first time I watched it, but I noticed it the second time I watched it. I was like, Hey, that was my first real uh, dive into acting. Even though it was really just, it was a walk on. It was good. No, it was but good. no, and I've been, you know, I saw like, you know, I'll probably try that and, these shorts it's actually gonna be like kind of a 
compilation. It's gonna be a couple shorts we're gonna direct. Well, we're gonna we're gonna like a trilogy of shorts. It, 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 it's mm-hmm. come on, but it, it's done. It's we're doing it for pure just joy and, and getting yeah. a good good, good getting on set again, man. It's been, set. I, we haven't been on set. Well, I haven't been on set really since the arrangement. I mean, well, COVID hit, and obviously I was dealing yeah. post production for most of 2019 and so really 2020. Yeah. So uh, nothing. There's nothing like it, but you know, and, and Michael, to your point, you know. Trust your gut, finish your scripts, man. Do them, man. I, I, seriously, you know, it, it, it's such a, you, you'll never get done. You'll never get done. <laughs> yeah. you, know, it, you sit there all day long. Progress, not perfection. Uh, you you, you got to know what, like, you know, when you're when you're shooting something, you know, you got four or five takes, you got it or you don't. Yeah. You got to weigh whether the time's worth another one. And, yeah. And you have to continually do that, too. Because yeah. there's a finite. Uh, yeah. And that's another thing with directing, too, is just, just like realizing when the scene's good. Yeah. When, do I have enough coverage? Are you comfortable with it enough? Okay, then move on. Like there was times where we did two takes of something and I was comfortable with it because I just knew yeah. it was good. I knew it was ready. I knew we had more to do. And I knew looking at that scene, I was like, okay, I I, I felt complete by that in yeah. terms of that scene. That's a good line. Yeah. But there's times where, you know, just for whatever reason, you get like 10 takes and you're like, uh, like maybe let's do one more quick guy. I think we can I, yeah. reset, reset everybody. Yeah. Let's go. Like it's yeah yeah you, you you gotta know when to move and, and and just yeah take what you yeah you, you'll get good stuff you'll get yeah. good stuff and, and progress not perfection I'm sorry Always, to say. yeah it's you'll progress never get not it, perfection yeah, you'll, you'll never, never you, uh, you, I could there's things I still we look at that and go oh, it's the know, chase it's of contentment the know? chase of it's, contentment yeah you know, and, and you'll feel bits and pieces but it's you, you never the pursuit of yeah. contentment okay yeah that's the name of a, that's the name of a film yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's I think it's really inspiring getting to talk to you guys about this film today because it seems like you guys really from what I've gathered today talking to you guys about the process of making this film it seems like you guys really just have just such a raw love for film like and it it inspires me it makes it it really makes me like want to 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 work on films with you guys in the future like just to just to collaborate with you guys at some point, I think it would just be so much fun. And and that was another thing that I noticed when I watched this movie on more than one occasion. It just seems like all the all of the actors had such a good camaraderie with each other. And it it really goes to show that you guys did a really good job making sure that everybody was comfortable, making sure that, you know, letting your actors kind of just, you know, have the having the faith and the the understanding in your actors that they're gonna do what they can do to you know make your vision come alive and you know i think that's i think that's really important to have a faith in your crew and your actors and you know everybody that's on set and not having to feel like you're having to control everything it's just nice to kind of it seems like it'd be nice to just kind of like just let things you know have faith in people and i i feel like you guys did a really 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 good job like with all of that so and it really shows with this film i think this is an absolute like gem of a film and so cool yeah and i would i would actually love to have you guys back on again at some point and have like uh maybe some of the actors from the film even come on we we certainly arrange i'd love to do it and talk about the actors we love everybody in the film i mean i'm telling you we love them all um and um that's it's a passion they have for the film it's respect for 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 the art it's also a family so you, you know you any you know we work with each other anything people need we we do yeah do. um it is a family and it's a lot we're of- all people first you know um that's what it comes to. it's like yeah like we're filmmakers and there's like this crew and there's actors you know but like everybody just treat people well you know and i, I think that's was, that was really important that I, I i wanted to kind of establish that culture on this particular set early that like sure. everybody was family and it's safe space in that sense that everybody like you know i want you to be open i want you to do your best and i want you to be comfortable with what you're doing and yeah i, also, I knew i had faith in everybody like you were saying earlier like yeah it's i i you know i i mean they're they're they're, they're really good I mean, yeah yeah, yeah. And, so and, and, it was uh, easy to have faith in a lot of, of these guys because i i knew who they were you yeah. know it's and obviously you can't always work with everybody you know always you gotta take you know Sometimes you got to, you know, work with someone you don't know. But for the most part, man, like if you have a chance, work with people you trust and that you know. It's just. It's... It, it does help. I get to know. But but every, I mean, yeah, to a T, Jennifer and Danny and Amy and Allison and Dax, they were kind of like the core folks, I guess. Yeah, and sure, myself yeah. And, and, and uh 
they, they kind of they're the foundation for the film and the other folks who brought in like for shorter stuff were just they're like stars. I mean, I look at them as like, you know, like Michael McFadden, he does a lot of lead film. He leads yeah. in a lot of film. Brian, Brian, Brian Wilson, of course. Michael Johnson, Melissa O'Donnell, they're all lead. Uh, Sophia, Sophia Parola. Oh my God. I didn't Wonderful. Sophia. Yeah, she's, she's Rollins. She's amazing. She's Sanders' assistant. Yeah. I, oh, know, yeah. They're all, yeah, they're all like, they're all, they're all, they're all stud actors. Like, they're, they're leads. I mean, they're, they're, to me, they're all stars. They are. Yeah. And they have proven carried films. And, and we got a lucky, to get them to come in to do it and and bring that that here and that and that just comes from a lack of uh, ego a lack of ego on their part you know and, and also just um we hope that we, we we gave them that love back we just really do and i think we did i and, think you I did yeah like well and i and i do i really appreciate that, that yes that it comes through in the film because it, it, it meant a lot to us and, and i hope people like it when they get a chance to see it well i certainly liked it so um yeah, that's good yeah, I, I recommend that everybody goes and sees this film because I, I I think, as you were saying earlier, um, you get something from it every time you watch it. Like there's little things that you you didn't notice the first time you watched it and then you watch it again. And you're like, oh, OK, that's cool the way they, you know, the way they did that. And I love films like that in particular because I like films that, you know, you can watch multiple times and still get something from it every time you watch it. And I feel like this is an example of one of those films where you can just like watch it and, you know, your interpretation of what you thought about a specific scene might change after you watch it on more, you know, on more occasions, you know. So I think that's really cool. I think you guys nailed that really, really well. And I think that's what you want to hear, you know, I, I love, sure. you know different interpretations. Because it makes you think, you know, and, and I like that. and I appreciate that. And I, 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 you know, I wanted it to uh, kind of be universal in that sense. And I think we, you know, I think there's a lot, there's a little bit for everybody. I think, you know, yeah. there's romantic elements. I think it's a funny film. I think it's scary at times. It's, it's you know, a supernatural cop thriller is what I would initially kind of categorize yeah. it as. But oh, there's, sure. there's a lot there, man. Like, I really do yeah. think there's a little bit for everybody. I think a lot of different film fans could watch that, like you said, and kind of find something they like in it. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different layers and I, I love that about it, so... Yeah, I just I really I really like this film. I really love both of you guys. So yeah, um, oh, it's great. I, I, this is a fantastic. Time. I'd love love to come back, and we can absolutely. bring. Like I said, we'll talk and we'll we'll get some you know Danny, Jen, somebody else, and come in here and and, uh, and talk about it. Or actually, I'd love to have uh, as many actors as we can. I'd love to get, yeah, oh, give them a chance definitely. to talk about it too. Jen and Danny, we, we, absolutely. But uh, um, just I, I got it. Can you can we have forty actors on? Because we got. <laughs> I think that would be fun. I think that'd be a great time. I, I actually maybe we could do it. Uh, we'll figure it out. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I mean, is there anything that you guys wanted to say before we go about the film? Anything else? Uh, well, I guess plug yourselves in for I the was listeners. Say, yeah, if we could, uh, you know, it, it's out on Comcast and Verizon on demand on Cox Communications on cable networks. Uh, the Arrangement 2020. Make sure it's 2020. There was a film from 1969 with The Arrangement, Kirk yeah. Douglas. Kirk yeah. Douglas is not in our film. <laughs> Eric Roberts is in our film. So and, just uh, keep it's that. available to buy on DVD on Amazon and Walmart.com. Walmart, yep, Walmart.com. So, and uh, looking for more uh, internationally, yeah, we're in India, uh, MX Player, but that, uh, and also we just got into Poland. I think we have a deal Poland. with Poland. And there's potentially more uh, platforms to come. There are, sure. there will be. There will uh, be so and we're working on that more platforms domestically and also across the globe. So, really cool. And Facebook, uh, the Arrangement Movie on Instagram uh, at Sign the Arrangement Movie, and on Twitter at Sign the Arrangement Number Four. And come to Andrew Huntsker on Facebook, Jake Huntsker on Facebook. And I mean, hit Noble, me up and Noble F Productions. Noble F Productions on Facebook. On Facebook. Uh, you'll find us. Please do. Please find us and please please watch the movie. We really yeah. hope you enjoy. It. I hope you like it, guys. Yeah, thank you, thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate it. This was this was really fun. I'm sorry, like I said before, I'm sorry it took so long to get you guys on, but it was uh, it was worth, worth it. Yeah, and I appreciate uh, Michael. You're looking at the film and enjoying it, and and really, it means a lot to us. It really yes, does, truly. Uh, and uh, you know, love to love to talk more. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'd, I'd like I said, I would love to work on some stuff with you guys in the future. So. Once you know COVID, which seems like COVID is actually kind of getting better now, you know, it's not quite there yet, but it looks really good. I got my first vaccination. I'm getting that's good. 
So yeah. uh, the Pfizer um, get vaccinated. I mean, I, I, it'll get better. I think we're going to be living with the, this for a little bit. It's funny, just mention about COVID. Uh, Danny and, uh, and Jen and Amy are shooting a film now, uh, and they had to go through COVID protocols and mm-hmm. test. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to do that right now. I'm yeah, okay I, with that because there's cool so much. You got to be safe, and I appreciate that. But it's, it's a lot more work. But yeah. yeah, I think what's I think it'll get better soon, and we'll be in a better shape. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully uh, we won't have to live like this for too much longer. So. <laughs> I'm ho- it's looking promising. So I'm hoping that, you know, eventually uh, life will get back to normal. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you again, guys, for coming on. Um, for the listeners, please go check out The Arrangement. It's a great film. Um, great bunch of guys that I got to talk to today. So you you guys are awesome. So thank you. Thank you for coming on. So thank you so much. And thanks to your listeners. And we'll thank talk you. to everybody. Okay, of course. See you guys later. See you guys.